Welcome to Any Cred Podcast. I'm Zane. We didn't laugh at this whole thing. Okay, do over, do over, do over. Hey, what's up? I'm Zane. This is Colin, and today we have with us Havana. Oh, why did I say it like that? That was so we weird. Start over, guys. Okay, <laughs> guys, this is Indie Cred Podcast. <laughs> Safe from charms. Wait, do you want to take it? No. Oh, welcome to Indie Cred Podcast. This is the third time we're doing the intro. We're not going to cut any of the previous two. No, we're not. I'm Zane. That's Colin, and today we have Havana. Havana Mahoney. Havana Mahoney. That's a good name. That's like a rolling name. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, either people are like, uh, "That's a great name." Which I appreciate. People are like, are you Cuban? And I go, obviously not. Because um, of Havana, Cuba? Yeah. Okay. Are you Cuban? No. <laughs> Quit bragging about capitals, you know. <laughs> uh, or I've gotten, a couple times I've gotten, is that your real name or your stripper name? <laughs> oh, wow. That's a whole... Who does Mahoney as a stripper? I think it's more the Havana. Okay. Name, <laughs> you know, but, Mahoney uh, would be like a fake name I would pick in high school or something. Yeah, uh, if you were, like, uh, trying to pretend to be a cop or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mahoney's a very good cop character. Exactly. And it's what, I think what is also strippery about it is it's very close to manhoney. Manhoney. It's one letter away from being manhoney. No, Havana manhoney is, yeah, that's a handle. I'm a a cross-dresser and a stripper, uh, but I'm also a mathematician. Mm. Are you a mathematician? No. Oh. I'm not a stripper either. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that part. <laughs> I know that you. I mean, I don't two know two truths and a lie. <laughs> I don't know you very well. I just met you. What are you talking about, Zane? We've, been, we've been buddies for years. I'm faking it for the air. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mean, huh? Who are? What's your name again? I'm Zane. This is my garage. <laughs> no, so Havana. Wait, I I don't want to say this the wrong way. It sounds I like don't a stripper name. I, I know. <laughs> so you do D and D. Dungeons and Dragons. You play Dungeons and Dragons, <clears throat> but you play it for money. Okay. Kind well, of. No? Um, I think most of my income comes from uh, digital gaming, mm-hmm. but um, but I pump I pump up my brand by playing uh, RPGs as well on top of that. Right. So. So put a little more concisely. I didn't explain it to Zane Wait, as well on, as I could. I, have, but, but I want. I don't want you to explain it to me because okay. I don't want to know anything. Because then the <laughs> listener will have to learn as much as I am going to have to learn. Oh yeah. Oh, that's good. That's true. Um, We're all in this together. Hit me on the head really hard, and then I will. Also what learn. does it mean that you? You have to teach. You're, you said something about your brand. Oh, okay. So what what about your brand in there? What about my? brand? You play online games. Okay, so like my main. My main gig is I'm on on Twitch TV, twitch.tv, and I have a channel where I play variety games. But those are all digital games, so it's like, you know, uh, MMOs or first-person shooters or uh, dating sims or... What's an MMO? Massive multiplayer online game. Um, So like a a World of Warcraft kind of thing. Yeah, anything you play online with a a massive amount of people. Cool. you know, any sort of game that you play on your computer, that's what I, my main gig is. But it's I also do uh, tabletop RPGs on the side, and that is just to kind of like, I mean, because I love it, obviously, but, um, but also it's like, I think doing things like that on the air, because those also get broadcast, and I'm not getting a check for that, but it's also like, me appearing in another place, mm-hmm. uh, you know, strengthening my brand as like gotcha. a nerdy uh, mm-hmm. something or other personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I hate saying that because it sounds really douchey. It does. It's yeah. like the best way to describe it is gaming personality. Yeah, like I mean, but that's way. what it is, and it's like hosting personality. I know a lot of people like, and I've seen uh, some of your segments that you've like hosted on Twitch as well mm-hmm. like the talking head stuff the sort of video game yeah, review yeah. pop culture in a nutshell sort of shows and like i like i love that stuff i think that's a cool fun gig it's like so you, fun. and yeah. especially when it's something like in your zeitgeist particularly like you love gaming and that culture yeah. and everything so like i don't know why not like celebrate that gig yeah. that's awesome you i know? feel really lucky i yeah. feel really lucky um i like gaming has literally been a part of like has 
fueled my existence since mm-hmm. I was a kid because my parents uh, owned a video game store when we were growing up. Oh, And wow. so it was like the 100% the reason food was on the table at night was because of video games. Yeah. So like from the beginning, it's been something that I've relied on. Uh, you know, I wasn't buying the food, but you know, like my family relied on financially, but then I, I relied on like emotionally and like for like a lot of my happiness was born from that Mm -hmm. since I can remember. So I feel really lucky that even today it's such a big part of my life. And I get to say, like, I'm doing that full time. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's like crazy. That's amazing. I mean, I feel like, so did you grow up like hanging out in the shop and like being just immersed in Mm -hmm. game culture? Okay. It was was not as glamorous as that. (laughs) You made it sound. shop you're talking about? It's a gaming shop. It's it was a video game store. I think we yeah. dealt. It was a video game store. Yeah, yeah this was back when Not we were children battle. and video game stores existed. But it was just video game <laughs> mm-hmm. store. It wasn't because I, I was for some reason thinking like a blockbuster. Thing. Oh, like a top. Video. Oh, you know yeah. what? I think we did we did delve into video rental for a while, but mm. that wasn't like the main premise of so the store. Did you guys have tabletop stuff going on for people to come? No, to? no, 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 no. Um, it was just video games, and then we did video rentals for a while. Mm. But I did do a lot of tabletop gaming. When I was younger, probably more high school age, maybe end of middle school, but that was kind of of my own accord and not related to my family. Because you're like, I played all these digital games. I need to get to the real thing. Someone give me a piece of paper. I want something. Did you guys rent um, (laughs) systems? Like you could come in and they had the weird briefcase style PS One you could rent or Sega. I I remember doing that. I rented as I remembered renting a Super Nintendo when I was a kid and it came in a big like plastic Weird. gun yeah. case with the foam cut out yeah, and everything. Yeah, you gotta like the game uh, can just go in. Mm-hmm. I'm not I, sure we rented systems. Yeah. But See, we repaired them and sold them pretty see, reasonably. Cool. Yeah. So. It's just so goofy. I wish I could get one of those. Because mm-hmm. I, I just had this for whatever reason this memory yesterday popped up of renting a VCR just so I could watch <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I have Kano's autograph from that movie. That's so yeah. cool. Because <laughs> my dad, since he owned a video game store, got to go to like um, like E3 every year. Uh, and so okay. he'd always bring me back. But you had to be 18 to go to E3. And uh-huh. so by the time I turned 18, they weren't letting small businesses in. But oh, he would always weird. bring me back something weird. Like yeah. Kano's autograph. Or one time he brought, he brought me Andy Merrill's autograph, Brack. Mm-hmm. Or he brought me a Pokemon toy before anyone fucking knew what Pokemon was. That's I awesome. swear to God. Um, uh, I think it's like Dugong, the kind of like seal, the like pale seal Pokemon. I know what you're talking about. Uh, that he brought me like a little plushie back from E3 one year, and he's like, Havana, this is going to be big. This is going to be crazy. And I looked at it, and I was like, this is stupid. And I like, <laughs> and I like packed it away and didn't think about it until like a couple years later when everybody, that's all they were thinking about. Yeah. And then I was like, guys, I still, I knew, I knew before I didn't tell you, but I have the thing. And it kind of looks a little different because yeah. I like changed the design. And yeah, I was like, yeah. I, you c-. and they're like, what is that? <laughs> did, you, did you fake that at home to fit in? Fake, uh, well, I'm saying because it looks different. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made it out of a sock. <laughs> it's Dugong. The My original. dad got it for me three, I swear. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying when you turned 18, your parents' store was still thriving and they were still going to E3? Uh, no. Um, I don't remember. I don't think... I think we had sold the store. So the store still existed, but it was under different ownership at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, we still knew the people who ran it. So like maybe if they were still letting smaller businesses in, I could have gone. But it was like... By that time, it was like we couldn't get a get a break on that, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. So. Do you do any... Um like big convention stuff now that you're sort of in the yeah. gaming world mm-hmm. you do all yeah, that yeah i really like to go to cons um yeah. the next big one i have coming up is gen con which mm-hmm. is this is going to be the 50th anniversary and gen con is specifically a tabletop gaming oh okay in indianapolis so that's going to be really cool it's gonna be really fun just like tons and tons of people just sitting at tables playing like a crazy range of uh of tabletop games so I'm very excited. I'm on a panel over there too. Um, that's about uh, women and role playing games. So nice. Yeah, it'll be really cool. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. It's a just a scene I don't know anything about. So <laughs> interesting to me. It's that really was... yeah. I mean, I'm in it, and I'm still just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's it, it's and and so many games. There's so many tabletop games right now that are on being kickstarted. 
that's like they technically don't exist yet. Right. But it's like there's so much hype around every little every gotta, little thing. Yeah. And it's like it's out of control. Did yeah. you go to the Perky Nerd ever? This, this I have this, not been yet. So this, yeah. Yeah. Our friend plays down there all the time yeah. and I don't know what they're playing. <laughs> it just looks it does I don't look know. Yeah, yeah, it looks so like, cool. Yeah. There's like ships from Star Wars and all kinds of other things involved in this game and mm-hmm. it's a huge thing and there's like 15 people around it. I tried to pay attention for 10 minutes. I didn't know what was going yeah. on. There's definitely there's definitely a spectrum where it's like this is bring your fucking and counting friends over and we can all have a good time to no. You yeah. got you've got to be in it or you're mm-hmm. going to fucking wish you were dead. You know kind of <laughs> <laughs> the whole there's and everything in between that, yeah. you know. I uh, I think I know the game you're talking about. I can't remember. It's got like planets. Yeah. Yeah, 3D model planets. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of that game. But those games, like you can play through one and it can maybe take you 15 hours to get through one. Yeah. You know, and I like personally, I don't think I would do that. Yeah. Like mostly because I'm not that into space RPGs, uh, unfortunately, but also just like committing that much time to get through one game. Like, I'd rather do episodic things where it's like a D&D game where you have a, a dungeon master who's creating uh, a very large overarching campaign and then giving you chunks at a time. Mm-hmm. I like that. And yeah. then you have, like, time to, like, uh, absorb and, like, reflect and, like, change strategies and, like, kind of build your character from the ground up. I like that a lot more rather than just sitting down for a 15-hour you know, fuck around, you know, yeah. just like, and by the end you like, I don't know. Well, you just described sounds a lot more fun to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, and everybody's totally different, but like personally, yeah, sure. I like oh, yeah, episodic my... uh, role-playing games more yeah. than, you know, sitting down to play one game of Ticket to Ride for 10 hours, you know, like. I didn't even <laughs> know that's how D&D worked because I've only seen it in shows and then maybe being Man, played at Nerdist. Yeah. I've never, like, I don't know. So you can be playing, let's say me and you play D&D right now. We let's play for right like now. three hours. <laughs> I'll DM. We also just... have never played. But... <laughs> that would be really fun. Just go for it. Whatever yeah, you oh, okay. Whatever right. you think. So like in Stranger Things, when they're doing that thing, right, they, they've probably been working on that campaign for a while. Well, you can either create your own campaigns, which is definitely a lot of people do that, but um, also um, they release pre-made campaigns, which as a DM you can... Uh, read through those and uh, you know take notes and then run players through it so there's those options and then also there's dms who kind of take the bones of the pre-made campaigns and then build upon those okay um so like modify them to yeah to frankenstein them into their own thing but it it is based on like a pre-made thing or you can just make up the whole fucking thing Mm -hmm. but that's like a lot of it's not easy. You know, you have to be really creative. You have to be, uh, I feel like you have to be pretty smart because there's so many rules uh, to remember in D&D. Even as a player, there's a lot to remember. So, like, mm-hmm. if you're the dungeon master, you have to remember all the rules each of the players have to live by. And then you have to remember all the rules that you're probably supposed to live by. And then on top of that, you're kind of creating be- new rules or breaking certain rules. And it's just a lot. Like, most dungeon masters have, like, a uh, you know, if they're running a campaign they made, they've got a big notebook mm-hmm. of all their notes, and they've got maps that they've drawn out, and they've got character bios, and it's just like, you know, it's like... It's a job. It is. It's, it's like a, a part-time job, for sure. I'm, like, imagining, like, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks of prep, building this campaign, getting everyone over, getting all excited, and then just... Well, I mean, what happens, what happens when the uh, campaign party goes left to the river instead of right to the mountain and that's like your whole yeah. story like you just you have to build like an all-encompassing world yeah. essentially to yeah. protect you have to be J.R.R. Tolkien pretty much like that's fucking crazy. <laughs> just create a universe have you ever done that um no I'm terrified I'm so scared I don't know if I'm smart enough <laughs> or patient enough because like you're saying it's like you could spend so much time uh you know building that world and then you have players who have a completely different concept of how the world's supposed to work mm-hmm. and their actions reflect their perception and it just goes completely off the rails of what you expected. And so it's like you have to expect multiple options and especially something the opposite of what you would want it to be because it's usually <laughs> what, yeah. what happens. So it is kind of crazy. Um, you should check out my friend Amy Vorpal, who's an amazing 
uh, amazing person, but she is really big in the RPG scene. Um, she just released a music video today, I think, that is called The DM's Lament. It's on YouTube, and it's just all about, like, how fucked it is to be a dungeon master and, like, how much work it takes. <laughs> and everybody at the table gets to have fun except for you because you're just <laughs> trying to keep them all grounded and, like, keep the story going and, like, you know, fucking it, out of control. Yeah. Hard work. Yeah. So, but that's that song is really encapsulates and the music fit. They made a music video for it. It's really good. Nice. It's really good. That's so hilarious. Outside of doing the gaming stuff, which is like you would, I would say, just meeting you, but I would say that's your thing, right? Gaming. I yeah. I mean one yeah. One, at least one a thing. At least a thing. Yeah. What would be <laughs> okay? If you were gonna sell like to me, what you? I'm just, like, still Wait, so Wait, you confused. asking her to pitch? <laughs> Havana Mahoney. I'm still like trying to figure this out. Like, so, all right. Well, let's start it. You want to start at the beginning, Zane? Will that help you understand a little bit? Okay, so, so obviously, video games, it's huge growing up. And then you find, how do you find your tribe in sort of like tabletop gaming when you're a kid? And then, how do you, like, how do you even discover that there's a world of like paid digital gaming and like, viewership for tabletop gaming and stuff like that. Sure. Like yeah. what's what's the journey there? So grew up with the the video game store, which mm-hmm. is definitely a big influence on on my interests and, and personality. Um and then in high school I just got in with these guys at school that were like total nerds and like we weren't cool so we weren't invited to parties and mm-hmm. we didn't do drugs because no one would give them to us. Or you know, <laughs> and we were, you know, sober and it was just like just total dorks and it was just like our favorite thing in the world would just to be sit down on a Sunday for eight hours and play through a campaign and we'd each get like a whole pizza and a two liter of soda and just fucking bro down for mm-hmm. like and, it, and I was the only uh, girl that ever played with them and it, and we it's when I first started it was me and a boy my age in high school and then it was like five middle-aged men oh wow you know in in the in a attic comic book shop mm-hmm. you know above a pizza place like, yeah yeah and so that was kind of my first intro to it and then as you know we got uh more into high school then we found more people our age that mm-hmm. wanted to play we found a, a dm i feel like he did meth though hmm hmm so tell, me about about this guy. tell me about the meth that maybe, dm <laughs> maybe cocaine i don't know he was just high strung but yeah but uh but that was cool and then played there um and I don't. I didn't play much in college actually, because it what there wasn't. I went to art school, and it just wasn't uh, accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know, flash forward, I'm moving out to California from Kansas, and it, and I'm coming out here because it's like I have a lot of interests. I really like gaming. I love comedy. I love visual arts. Uh, all these things, and I'm just like I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. But I know if I go to California, all these things are going on, and something is gonna stick out. And then I'm going to know. Yeah. Um, and so, as it as it happens, uh, the week before I move out to L.A., I'm looking on all the, uh, like, Los Angeles job postings, or there's, like, uh, Los Angeles comedy jobs, like, all these Facebook pages that I'm just, like, trolling for mm-hmm. anything. And, uh, and there's a post about um, the, this group that's seeking, um, and I think that maybe they said specifically females, but they're looking for, uh, you know, role players... Uh, people who have experience with role-playing games and have, you know, a distinct personality, funny, interactive, you know, things like that. And so I, I send a message to them, and they don't respond. <laughs> but then I, I get out here, and I'm living in that in that horrible uh, Airbnb for a week, and I'm like, I have nothing to do. So I just message them back, and I'm like, hey, you never got back to me about this, but, like, I'm really into it. And they're like, oh, we didn't see your message the first time somehow. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. They don't just like instantly hate me. Yeah. We were um, just talking about this kind of <laughs> because Facebook and like the hidden messages. Yeah. Like how if you're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 You have to check your, um, yeah. you have to like approve them to read them. Like you yeah. have to be like, I'll read it, I guess. I just found one from uh, 2013. Oh my God. Uh, it was a guy named Russian Rob with two B's. And he works at Russian Mob, also with two Bs. 
And it was just a threatening message about how I'm like a bitch ass and he's gonna snatch me off. It the was a threatening sixteen message. Oh yeah, it was like it was like, like fifteen like messages. Yeah. How do you know him? I have no idea. We are not connected on Facebook. I think that's why it ended up in spam. That's very <laughs> yeah. funny. Weird. Yeah. Kind of scary though. I guess you're like, well, it's been. 40 years. Well, that's the thing. When I read it, I was like, who the hell is this? I'm like, I thought it was like some weird, like, I don't know. It it said some real weird stuff. I was like, who is this? And why are they looking at me? And then I checked the date. It was like Uh, December 2013. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Fine. I got one one recently from a guy named Freddie. And he's like, hey, I want to talk business. I'm the owner of Tilted Kilt. Oh, Jesus. And and I I was like, huh. And I I Googled Tilted Kilt. Mm -hmm. And it's like a Hooters, but with... Kilts, yeah. And I was like, "What business do you <laughs> want to talk? Exists? What business do you want to talk to me about?" <laughs> the tilted kilt. The tilted yeah. kilt. Yeah, they got one in Chicago. Um, that's great. Hey, I want to. Yeah. I want to talk business. Okay, Freddie. No. Yeah. yeah. That's creepy. What do you want to talk about? Is that how he like hires his staff? It's like I'm looking for a hostess. You seem to. Be but great. also, yeah, also like <laughs> must own kilt. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing of me on the internet suggests that I would be good for that. Yeah, like, like tilted kilt. I don't think there's a single like even bikini shot of me anywhere online. I was yeah. like, you have no basis. What's going on under here? You don't. You have no idea, man. Right. Also, if you own the tilted kilt, like. You have a PR company. You don't yeah. send personal Facebook messages to yeah. people. Freddie for doesn't business. own the Tilted Kill. Freddie does not own the Tilted Kill. Maybe it's kill. a Freddie bot. You know, like, oh. hey, I want to talk business. Mm-hmm. And then once you respond to the bot, then a human answers. Mm-hmm. Come eat lunch at Tilted Kill. <laughs> yeah, you think? Oh my gosh, you think Russian mob uh, might have been a bot too? Yeah, for the maybe. Tilted kill. Uh, but no, why would sixteen he... messages is a lot? I think it was like it was like six. Yeah, but oh, six okay. is still a lot. That's still a yeah. Three. Fucking Heather from Crunch Fitness won't stop texting me. So, oh, yeah? And that, she's definitely a robot. She's, she's just trying I've texted her so many times, like, if you fucking text me one more time. And she always texts me again. Mm-hmm. So either she's a robot or she's a very patient woman. Yeah. <laughs> you should you should set a place to meet and have a fist fight. And then you'll know. Oh, I know think you're going to say, like, have a... Share a coffee. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, let's hash things out. Whoever wins, <laughs> if you win, you can keep calling me. Yeah. If I win, I don't need to go to the gym. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> you go to the gym, Heather. Yeah, work out. For sure. Okay, but wait, we were in, we were going somewhere. Oh, we were. And then what happened? Did I start <laughs> talking? Did I start uh, saying Russian some mafia. shit? Yeah. <laughs> but you messaged those people about table topping, and they didn't see it at first. They didn't see it at first, but but I but you know I persisted. Mm-hmm. So this is it's, it's kind of one of those things I think about a lot because if I had not tried again, mm-hmm. I would probably be in a very different place right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I messaged them again, and they got back to me, and uh, they let me guest on one of the RPGs. I believe it was a fifth edition D and D game. And was um, this and so? Went, is this all hosted from Twitch, or is this an earlier this is, iteration uh, of a, online gaming? This is on Twitch. So this is on Twitch. I've only okay. been in Los Angeles eleven months, so oh, since I've been to LA. Oh, really? I'm so all because we should have asked that. I pictured you were here for like yeah, I thought ten that, years. So you seem like such. I'm a, not even ten years old. <laughs> you got to get out of my fucking garage uh, <laughs> now. You gave me alcohol, and I'm telling the police. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Won't stop recording. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, She's a Mahoney. She definitely knows a cop. So you haven't even. Been I am a cop. Year. I'm a nine year old cop. <laughs> one year. Almost. Almost. My one year anniversary is uh, in August. Nice. So. Oh, Congratulations. Huh? August what? I don't know. I guess it depends. When did I get a house? I don't know. <laughs> if if it's when did I actually get a home? It's gonna be no. Like, I I go by like the weekend. When did I drove. enter? Yeah. I think it's probably like August fourth or fifth then. Mm-hmm. So, so that's yeah. coming right up. Coming right up. That's, that's awesome. Sweaty sweaty August. We didn't. I mean, I'm not on the podcast, but you we were discussing that you moved into an Airbnb with like oh four different people. Yeah. And then witnessed a, a SWAT incident go down. Yeah. yeah, that was those were two different locations though. Oh, so uh, the Airbnb okay. was some sort of like acid driven hippie nightmare uh, sequence and then that that it was like two people, three animals in a one bedroom with a couple living in the living room <laughs> uh, in Hollywood with no air con- no AC. Um, in August. In a, and we had a cot and a hammock to sleep in. 
And uh, and then when we moved in, there, yeah, there was a, a SWAT team in the apartment building next to ours when we finally signed a lease that very night. There was a SWAT team next door. And so I was I'm, like, I just can't, I just can't do LA right. No, that, that is that's, that is doing LA. You're doing right. it right considering <laughs> you already are doing your thing. You're that's like, what I was yeah. gonna say. Eleven months and you're already working like in your field, like. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's why I assumed you were here for longer because it took me years to even get like it took me at least two years to get like a you know camera assistant job on a show that i hated you know like it's that's really impressive that you like are in it you're fucking in it to win it obviously i definitely worked some like shitty jobs when i first came out here yeah it's like hard to but the thing is you worked shitty jobs and you didn't have to work it for very long because you've only been here 11 months i guess it feels like a long time when you're in it yeah oh definitely yeah (laughs) sure yeah it feels like your life is is just uh you know the the sand is draining out of your fucking Mm. hourglass my girlfriends had more jobs than me out here and they've all been well mostly like all the like Ones that weren't in the right place, the right field, just the ones, the stepping stones, terrible. Oh, I think yeah. I had to quit two of them for her because uh-huh. her boss was like so mean and like yeah. weird. I just called, like, the texts were annoying me so much I called her and I was yeah. like, she quits. Oh, yeah. I will bring you your keys. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, um, I've always been a career woman. No, I haven't. I've always been <laughs> in the service industry, but I've never, like, rage quit a job Mm -hmm. but i've done that like eight times out here like (laughs) seriously just like fucking going like going through them i was just like everyone's shit and this is shit and i didn't come out here to get deal with your fucking shit like (laughs) yeah good because yeah this it was a lady who ran a cupcake shop a fucking cupcake shop Mm -hmm. and she was just like mad about I, the, the dumbest stuff. It had nothing yeah. to do with real work. Yeah. It had nothing to do with cupcakes. Yeah. Oh, God. It was about, like, <laughs> being on TV and shit, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay to tell those people to fuck off. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do that. I'm from the Midwest. I was just sure. like, I'm going now. <laughs> I did yell at one. I did yell at one. I was going to say, I'm from the Midwest, and I told everyone to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, but you're from Oklahoma. That's like, the, <laughs> that's the surly Midwest. Yes. Like, we're yes. from we the polite the South Midwest. Really bad. I'm the yeah. middest of the West, which is the most, uh, most meek. Uh, of all the midwestern states mm. um but yeah no i feel i feel really lucky and and i got us you know i did one guest spot on uh and it's saving throw show is is this um this group that i work with and um and they're on twitch mm-hmm. they're on twitch uh follow them twitch.tv backslash saving Save throw, throw show saving throw show, show. um and, and, you know, they gave me an opportunity to guest spot on one. And then after that, that was just, like, like the, the had first... me on regularly after so that. So your first, the group that you were talking about, me, like, you messaged, they were a Twitch group. Yeah. Because I was just thinking, was saving I was just oh, yeah, thinking yeah, you yeah. found a group to, of people to play with. Yeah, also a good idea. And, and also, <laughs> also, like, yeah. No, I, you just like, skipped that. Even like, if I we... need to do the thing. <laughs> Even if even if it was offline, it was it's such a I have such a good time. Like yeah. everyone in up that's a part of Saving Throw is just such a genuine, like amazing, talented, driven human. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like I feel very lucky because there I have run into a lot of people out here that are the opposite of that. Yeah. You know, and it's just like uh the fact that I just found a big pile of them. Yeah. yeah. And they let me get in the pile with them. I was just like, Thank you so much. Um, and they've, and it's been amazing working with them, but yes, it is, we do broadcasts and it is, um, you know, uh, uh something, what, what am I trying to say? We you, do broadcasts, uh, so we are on Twitch. I'm gonna, yeah, so Twitch, mm-hmm. I am familiar with, you like stream live, right? Yes. Do you film it, like, do, do you guys film yourselves on phones or do you like set up a tripod? On phones? Because I'm, there's like a, <gasps> comedians at, uh, comedy shows will just be twitching. And like or not nice ones. This is a, I. This is an open mic I just watched do this the other night. But while waiting to go on stage, just gross. twitching this in the audience and stuff. Ew. So I'm wondering, like, what's no? I, that's the only kind of Twitch I've seen. So I'm like, what's the right way to do it? How do you guys? Well, do? Saving Throw has been around for a long time, uh, and they I think they first came around as a YouTube channel that, and you should also check that out, Saving Throw on YouTube. Um, but they started out doing a lot of videos that teaching you how to play certain RPG games doing like skit like uh, sketch comedy videos that are related to 
uh, tabletop gaming and, and all sorts of things like that. A lot of great, they have a lot of great content on YouTube. But then once Twitch started getting big, then they started doing live RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have like a full, like we have a studio that we go to and it's got, you know, very legit camera setup. We've got like a whole streaming PC. We've got snacks. Ooh. You know, like it's a very legit and uh, and Dom is the guy who runs it and he just works incredibly hard. Yeah. Like while also working like a full-time job. He's just like bananas bonkers. Uh, amazing. Um but but it is it is it's professional, you know. It's not like yeah. we're playing a game, you know. Like there's some people on Twitch that I'm like I'm not playing a game, and I'm, yeah. and people better watch me. And it's just and like, that hand no. gesture you're doing now for oh, the yeah. listening audience <laughs> that was rolling a die, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, net twenty. Oh, okay. No, I was masturbating. Um, but you but you know, there's a there's a lot of people who are on Twitch, and I'm not discounting anyone's fans or their following or their talent or their abilities or whatever Mm -hmm. but there's some people on twitch who can turn on a fucking cam and play any fucking game and they've got two hundred thousand people watching them Mm -hmm. but saving throw is very different in the way that it's like we put a lot of effort into it we Mm -hmm. put a lot of heart into it to make it a very legitimate production and to showcase uh rpgs that we really care about and we want other people to care about yeah yeah so i think in that regard it's a much more professional setup than a lot of the content you see that's kind of what i was wondering that's cool Mm -hmm. that's really neat i kind of want to check out twitch a little bit more it's cool yeah yeah it's kind of my netflix like i I, i'm more likely to turn that on and watch something rather than uh than a streaming streaming service do people do like other like narrative type things on twitch twitch is is growing all the time so it's it's really expanded a lot even over the past year or two like they uh got really big into creative streams recently so now a lot more artists are are streaming on there so they're doing visual art they're doing music they're doing uh you can even watch like people programming on there like it's really cooking uh, I think Bob Ross is like permanently on there now, so you can like. There's That's just fun. a Twitch stream that just shows like old Bob Ross episodes, like, and and it's getting it more expansive all the time okay. to include. I have no doubt that in you know years to come that it'll it'll just engulf everything, and you can go on Twitch and find anything. Yeah, streaming, yeah. You know, like uh, social eating is on there, which is like really uh, big in Japan. It's not as crazy here. But it is, like, before it became, a, like, a portion on Twitch, it was, like, in Japan, you could go on a website and watch a girl eat a bowl of ramen bigger than her body. You know what I mean? And people are really into that or whatever. But uh, but that's a thing. I'm just trying to think of things I can do on Twitch now. <laughs> what you, can guys, I eat? you guys could stream uh, your band practices, you know? You could do that. Oh, you, or, like, uh, writing songs or, you know. Uh, yeah. And Twitch Mobile exists now, so like you're saying, that That's guy was I'm probably seeing, yeah. using Twitch okay. Mobile. That grosses me out that he did that. It was like lady. being a comedian, mm-hmm. uh, that cringed me pretty hard. But. Yeah, it was weird. People were coming up to talk to her, like to meet, because a lot of people booked on the show it was like three three known comics, and then all of us like you know nobody really knows names us. Names of the hat, kinda. Uh, and then she was among us, and we were all like talking and mingling, and then she was like kind of joining conversation but then like looking and making faces at her phone and then also be like say hi to my followers and it's like oh my god kind of cringy don't and are you sure it was twitch because there's so many yeah because she kept saying twitch oh yeah that's why i knew it was twitch yeah that cringes me out Mm -hmm. i um i i'm uh, i'm excited about the twitch mobile thing but it's just like certain i would only use it in certain situations like i popped on there i went to a fourth of july party with a bunch of other gaming people Mm -hmm. and i popped on there for a little bit but it's like i wouldn't go to a plebe party and you know like and get on there and be yeah, like yeah. and have to like explain it to everybody or like right and well i think that's like i think there is value in that because like i imagine the twitch like fan bases are really similar to like youtube fan bases and stuff like that where when you love someone who's doing content like this like uh saving throw is doing like, earlier you were talking about how, like, they're the sweetest people and they're, like, such a great Amazing. click yeah. and, like, yeah. like their personalities, like, are just so wonderful and stuff like that. Like, that's what sells the show, I think. It's, like, yeah. you want to watch these awesome people who you can fall in love with and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. And then when it's, like, 
oh my god, they're all at a party, and so is this person. Like, yeah. it's an extension of sort of the same reason I, like, listen to a million podcasts is because, like, you want to, it feels like you're in a room with yeah. with these people yeah. who you come to, like, love and stuff and like so that. And I'm so into that. I'm yeah. so into that. But I think something that's like, about, yeah. like, I guess in my mind I'm wondering. Well, I'm that like, was kind of forced. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, a very fine line, I think. And it yeah. depends. I mean, I think it's cringy. That doesn't mean. I'm yeah. sure if she has followers, they loved it. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I don't want to shit on that at all. Mm-hmm. But, like, as a person who does stand-up, like, the thought of myself doing that, I think mm-hmm. that's what cringes me out. Yeah. Like, I would be very self-conscious mm-hmm. about having it and then and then, like being judged by the comedy people or also if my viewers were watching yeah and like my stand up is so different from like my person I don't think it is that right different, right but if it's like if it was too off from like you know my persona for for gaming like the yeah. thing you put off and it, just like I'd be too in my head about it yeah. so I'm just like I don't know there's also not- the, <laughs> like the way she was doing it there's a better way to do that Sure. Like, you know, if you want film it and put it on your YouTube. That's what I that, would do. Well, no, but she this was Well, that to be fair, nobody's ever going to watch a stand-up set on YouTube ever again. That time has passed. Nobody's watching unless you you're just crushing views with your stand-up. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I feel this like face, every like, every uh, stand-up well, YouTube clip. For yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah, that's, that's the true. only reason. Right I for have getting like getting like showcases yeah. and stuff. But my like viewers that, but... have asked to see my stand-up before, and oh, okay. I have been very remiss. To really? Shoot. Well, I'm like a pervert, you know. I just like <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, like I I I kind of have that. I show that side of me in stream, but not to the degree. Mm-hmm. I could get really personal in my stand-up because, like, what's funny to me is, like, what's painfully true. Sure. And so I get way too intimate in my stand-up, but I don't know that I want, when they come to see me play games, that they're thinking about, like, that one time a bunch of cum fell out of my vagina and I mm. thought the noise was funny. Like, <laughs> like, that's not, like, how I want them to come into the stream and look at me and be thinking about... That one joke that, right. you know, was a hyperbole of a, a situation that happened 10 years ago, but it doesn't matter because it's a joke I'm telling now. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. it's a totally different, totally different setup and They're both world. me. They're both very yes. me. My gaming personality, I say personality, that's who I am. Yeah. And my stand-up is who I am. Yeah. But it's like, you reveal different parts the, yeah. of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm not saying I'm being fake in either situation. I'm just like pulling back the veil in different angles for mm-hmm. different situations. Yeah. As I think people should, because being your full 100% self all the time, uh, that's being a psychopath. That's what that is. It's being a, <laughs> a, 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 a sociopath. Oh, yeah. If I yeah, did yeah, yeah. what I do on stage, normally I wouldn't I would function. have no friends. Yeah. I almost was naked at the comedy. My, I almost pulled my penis out the other night on a show... Um, and then I started, I had to step outside myself and think, like, do, am I thinking about what I'm doing? Yeah. I mean, it's funny. You say that like that's such a departure. I well, mean, it, I've been seeing you but, get down to, uh, okay. like, strapless thong. But like, this was at dick the sock. That's in the youth for a cod piece. A cod this, piece. He's been yeah. doing this for years. But uh, that's so at when the Silver Lake Lounge where they have drag shows. And this was at the YooHoo room in Burbank. Oh, yeah, that's a little with different. With grandmas in the audience. Yeah, it's a little different. It was just like, yeah, pull back the veil at different. Different angles, different <laughs> audiences. It's the same with stand up. It's like yeah. you're gonna perform differently in front of the grandmas than you're going to perform in front of like the fucking skeezy fifty year old dudes yeah. who are fucking smoking inside and mm-hmm. they shouldn't be, you know, at XYZ place. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. totally you gotta read the room and that's part of being an entertainer is being able to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's also part of being a personality and I keep saying that and I keep wanna I, you, we we actually, we, we, you just say gamer. No, no, no. That doesn't sound good either. <laughs> it's a different kind of bad. Me and him talk about this a lot, and I, I think on the podcast, but like, I don't like calling myself an actor, and really yeah, not anymore. Yeah. But I started this yeah. whole journey as like, I'm gonna be an actor. And now I'm like, I don't even like calling myself a director, but I just yeah. directed a music video with Colin. I don't like, it's weird to yeah. call myself anything. I'm just a person doing what I want to do. Yeah. You don't need to carve compartmentalize it well, you know it didn't used to be weird but then there's like people that love titles but don't yeah. love doing work 
Yeah, and they're yeah, obsessed yeah. with the title and not the work, and those people ruin those titles. Yeah. So it's like, I'm a director. Oh, what's the last thing you directed? Well, like, ten years ago in high school, I won a yeah. film festival, and it's just mm-hmm. like, go to sleep, go to yeah. bed, and don't wake up. <laughs> so I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, have, like, I don't know. I mean that. <laughs> you're loving LA. That's awesome. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Everybody live forever. It's nice. Don't do that. Don't want everybody live forever. Please. Zombie apocalypse, please. But, <laughs> yeah, so titles can be, like, kind of weird, especially out here. I remember... Right. That's all anyway. Well, and especially in, I mean, in what we're doing, where you're independent, you're self-producing and stuff like that. Like, you... Like, yeah, I could call myself a million different things. I can, you know, call myself what my actual job title is, like the thing that pays my bills, but I'd rather tell my Lyft driver that I'm a comedian because that's yeah. like what I Well, uh, and that's one of those other things is it's like I don't like when people ask me what my job is. Right. Because that's complicated to explain. <laughs> and then also I don't like when people ask me what my passion is because that's like annoying to explain. Mm. Yeah. And and then, you know, I don't know who said it, but it's like especially out here in LA, it's like it shouldn't be about what you're saying. It shouldn't be about you being like this is what I do and this is my title and this it should be show your work yeah like like no one should have to ask like if you're making the content and you're putting it out there if someone knows you they should go no i mean he's a director look at all this fucking shit he put out you know yeah he's a comedian like he's was up at this show he was up at this show and it's like you know no one should have to ask if you're doing it right right yeah i I even was just you shouldn't have to answer the fucking question you know like (laughs) you should just be like I don't know. It sounds you tell like, me. Yeah, yeah. You it sounds me. like what your uh, your advice is: uh, just be immensely famous. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying just let your actions. Well, speak yeah, for, like, no, for I know. on a tiny like, scale, we shot a music video with a kid or the guy who played the kid in Surf Ninjas, and that a made up thing. You just made yeah, up. The, the, it's a huge to me. The one of my greatest. Those are the worst like name drop I've ever heard about. Okay. You know the kid from Surf Ninja, well, a movie I just made up. Well, because you told Sounds me you're, cool, you've right? been here for eleven months, I realized you're probably not going to know what Surf Ninjas is, so I didn't. Whoa! Even... Can, I guess? Is what? It a... Can I guess what it is? Yeah. Okay, it's a group of villains. Yes. That use surfboards. Nope. To battle good. It's even. Are ninjas evil? Ninjas are good. The ninjas are the good guys in this. They're teenagers. One of them's a kid who has a Sega Game Gear. Nick Cowens, he was in the music video. And he sees the future in his Game Gear and plays it. Anyway. Me too, man. I was saying all this to get to this one point. was like, on a very low scale, that guy today called me a director. So, like... There you go. I was like justified, and I was like, you didn't, I didn't have, have to answer to say the question. Yeah. Exactly what yeah. I'm saying. Exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you didn't have to answer the question because he knew because of the fucking shit you've already done and are doing. Yeah. Hundred percent. And so you're not famous. You shouldn't have to say what you are. You should be what you are. There you go. You should be what you are. Be what you are. Be what you are. Live your dream. Live your dream. Be what you are. Be what you are. This is a. Beef, beef jar. Beef jar. Ooh. Beef jar. Yes. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about beef jar for a while. Because I know jar. we've kind of buried the lead on that. Uncooked so. meat. Uh, uh-huh. Pack it into a jar as uh, much as you can. Sure. Smush use it. like a. I like to cut off a broom handle and yeah, use that to it. sort cut of it. jam <laughs> Break it. Break it over your knee. Well, I like it to be like tabletop your, level. I don't want it. Your love of gaming was first. Can I go pee? Yes, you can. <laughs> may, I, may I pee? <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm so full of pee right now. Your love of piss. <laughs> I'm just gonna hit pause. I feel like I need to raise my hand. <laughs> Click! And we're back. We just peed, and that was the first pee break you've ever seen on this show. We should have taken the microphone, like, in the bathroom. Oh, I could have yeah. done that. We're not plugged in. I'm a hard pisser. I would have Dude, you have a very audible. Sleeve going I do. Around. It's hot in here. What is this? I don't know why you guys so made me do this podcast in a closet. You got... Oh, yeah, so it's getting hot. Yeah, also, no, it's, it felt it's great absurd. earlier today, and then it got hot. That There's so sucks. many wool sweaters in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We use those to really? insulate the garage. Yeah, no. okay, like soundproofing. Well, no, just to keep the heat in. Yeah, <laughs> we want to feel uncomfortable. Uh, cool, great. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'll tell like, you anything. It's like a very like Werner Herzog technique to podcasting. You said it wrong. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna pause it, and we're v- gonna. You're supposed to say Werner Herzog. 
than their heads over. There you go. This. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I know who you're talking. No. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I hope people listen to this. <laughs> just Do you just have an existential crisis where you're like, no one listens to this podcast? I should, I should dig my own grave and bury myself no. alive in it. I just really. Oh my uh, god. This oh. is a good one, but I still want to know because this is one yeah, that yeah, I, yeah. I don't I want... know yet. Uh, the love of comedy came after loving of games, um, or they sort of just like you've always loved both of them, and then it just kind of morphed into one thing. It's exactly yeah. um, another. It's very similar origin story because both of my parents were comedians. Oh, really? So they no gaming and comedy have always been parallel in my life. So. When it's you're always, a kid, they're, like, doing mics and stuff? No, they didn't do comedy when I was, like, go out and do shows when I was a kid. But, like, that's how they met. was, like, uh, you know, a stand-up competition, I believe. And oh, my wow. mom beat my dad in the competition. And, like, you know, and they were, and they used to travel. They used to do, um, God, you could not do this shit anymore. But they had a fucking van and an improv troupe. And they would fucking tour the United States with their improv team. And I was yeah. like, there's no way that would go. They would, like, play malls and stuff. Like... Yeah. Like, awesome. there's no way you could do it today. And I was like, that sounds, like, amazing. And they're still together? No. Oh, shit. Of course shit. not. They're comedians, darling. <laughs> I just brought that up on the podcast. I was about to, like, love them so much. No, I still no, love no. Them. Very, very divorced. So <laughs> Sorry to so bring that divorced. up. So divorced, yeah. Sorry to bring it up. So, uh... What a, what a, what's the word? A lot of tur- turmoil in that mm. marriage, but Hammer. hilarious. <laughs> I'll hilarious check out your stand-up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, so they've always been uh, parallel mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and you know, kind of crossing over each other in very, you know, unique ways at, at interesting times. And very much now, I like to think that I do both. Yeah. Where it's like, if I'm on my own Twitch channel... If I'm on saving throw, if I'm doing a guest spot over at Geek and Sundry, like it's if I wouldn't if I would if I would not be allowed to like be my comedic self while mm. while exploring my love of gaming, I I don't think I would do it. Right. You yeah. know, like if I had to be very serious and straightforward and be doing like you know blah 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 reviews very uh, clean, I don't think I would be interested in it. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But the fact that I get to bring my love of comedy and kind of like mash it in with my love of gaming and and make it into this like beautiful uh monster uh you know that's what makes it fun to me yeah i think that's really cool yeah that's amazing um let's talk about your channel a little bit more because we talked a lot about um you know the saving throw Mm -hmm. stuff but what's going on over at your channel um well i've been doing my channel on Twitch um, for on and off for three years. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like if you are not consistent with it, you don't see a lot of growth. Okay. And so it wasn't until, uh, you know, when I first started it three years ago, I was very serious about it um, and was spending a lot of time time with it and working on it and growing with it. Um, But then, like, you know, I had some things come up in my life and, like, things became too you know complicated and emotionally unstable and I and I couldn't be consistent with it anymore and so it kind of like you know dropped and then when I moved back out to LA I was able to focus on it again Mm -hmm. you know so now I've been trying to give it you know at least you know four to five days a week oh for at least four hours at a time you know and really focus you broadcast yourself for four hours yeah playing the game yeah any game Mm mm-hmm a video game, tabletop game. Well, I my guess channel, by yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just digital. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. on my channel. And then sometimes I do creative streams where I do like a painting or a drawing. Or is something. it nice? Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So switch it up. That's pretty cool. Is it? And if, just tell me, I'm an idiot. If it's like this, is it anything like PewDiePie? Um, I I would not equate myself to it, but I mean, he does gaming. Yeah. I'm definitely not like as anti-Semitic as he is. Oh, I didn't know he was. <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who this person he's is. He's the only but, person. Um, like he's the first person I knew of to be like famous for gaming. Oh, okay. And he was like, is he still like one of the? He is. He had a. He had a. I don't want to like gossip about a, a YouTube gamer, but I, do I mean, want... he hit a rough spot, and yeah. I think he's coming back from it, or is staggering from it, or something. I heard, and I don't even know why I heard this, but that YouTube was like pulling his 
don't whatever. Think YouTube. I, I don't. I don't know. Not his channel, a... but his advertisements. Mm-hmm. Like all of his stuff was there, but they just weren't airing advertisements anymore. Therefore, he wasn't making money. And it was. I forget. He lost some contracts. I think one was with Disney. Yeah. Mm. But I really don't know enough about it See, to talk about it. So. I don't either. I'm just like interested in all that because monetizing that kind of stuff too is weird to me and uh yeah and i know nothing about yeah. youtube how that works but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. but yeah that's how he made his money so yours is very different than that and i guess well he doesn't do live so he he will pl- he will play a game like i do but then he'll kind of edit it mm-hmm. and he does a lot of like post-production stuff like you know like hard zooms and like slowing down things adding in like still images oh, okay. and right. it's and, and then he cuts it down to a very short amount of time whereas like with me i'll just play a game for you know like four to 12 hours Mm -hmm. you know and and then that's just you know raw uncut which i really like that aspect of it because um i'm really focused with my own channel on community Mm -hmm. and like building a positive uh safe environment for people that share similar interests and so like being able to do that live i think is very um, good for that because you in that moment can can reach out to the people in your channel and be like hello how are you you know what do you guys think about this game what do you think about that and then also they can interact live with each other yeah know? and I think that kind of breeds a healthier environment whereas mm-hmm. like YouTube the responses you get to those videos are YouTube comments I don't know if you've ever read a YouTube comment before. I have. But they're so toxic. And it's negative <laughs> and scary and horrifying and some, sometimes nice. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it's like when you're in the moment, I can cultivate that environment. Like, and I have really good mods mm-hmm. who also help me do that where they're, you know, if they see some bad energy coming into that space, they can just like immediately, you know, get it out of there. And, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's, you know... Well, and it's also that idea of like when it's going live and you're putting something into the comment section, you've got like people there with you watching and you're there and you're interacting with it. Whereas in YouTube, once it's edited and put up, then you get more of that sense of that sort of like horrible internet trolling. Yeah. Like people feel safe to be the worst versions of themselves because there's like this wall. But even though it's still on the internet and you'll never like see 99.9% of any of these people that you're yeah. with, you're still with them. And then, like like you were saying, you're building, like, a community and making yeah. it a positive yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's rad. Yeah, I really... That's one of my favorite parts about it. It's, yeah. like, like, I'm really good friends with people I've met just through streaming who have come into my channel or uh-huh. have gone into theirs. Um, people in my channels have become really good friends yeah. or things like that. And, like... The crossover between communities is really rewarding just as far as like energy goes so i don't know i think there's no way i could replicate that through a youtube presence because it's not that uh you know in time interaction mm-hmm. right right yeah. that's awesome yeah so how did you how would you say you like sort of built your community how did you find the like-minded people that were on twitch was it just through going to other streams and sort of like being active and engaging with people? I mean, it sounds kind of cheesy, but I think it is a lot on Twitch about being yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want certain people to surround you, then you have to be honest about who you are and what you like and what you want. Yeah. Um, So, like, I only play games that I really like, and Mm -hmm. I only act how I really feel. You know, and then that's the kind of people... In general you attract and so maybe I'm not garnering a following as fast as another channel who's strategically playing the games that are like you know there's not too many viewers and there's not too little viewers but they're right in the middle and so I can get more people to look at it if I can get in here and I've got 30 in the channel and then I'm only halfway down the page who are thinking of it more analytically you right know, right rather than me where I'm just trying to be true to like who I am as a gamer and a, and a human, you know, then it's like that's the people that are going to come around. Yeah. And maybe it's not happening as fast as if I was being really, like, mathematically strategic about it. But it, I'm okay with that because I'd rather have a community that I'm proud of and, and I'm very excited to be a part of rather than a community that's just like a mishmash of people that were around because I played the fucking numbers right or something, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... That's cool. That's badass. That's like a fun, rewarding, like, 
I don't know. It's just way different than... Well, yeah, it's like if you're going to do the thing you love for a living, if you're lucky enough to be able to do the thing you love, why not do it the way you love to do it, you know? Like, that's really awesome. I mean, in the same way that if you're an actor and Mm -hmm. you you wouldn't want to do a movie about how Hitler's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, you... Yeah. Right? You want to do a movie or a TV show or a fucking whatever about something that you're excited about. Sure. Like, no one wants to do a commercial for diarrhea pills. Mm-hmm. And you will, but that's not how you're going to build your audience. Right. Yeah. I don't want to get a fan one, but base I do want to direct one. <laughs> but I don't Zane, if we could co-direct a diarrhea pill commercial, I feel like we would really show the world Can something. Can I star in that? Yeah. Can I act in that? I would, yeah. I'll be... Let's, so do, now, a, let's well, do a fake diarrhea commercial. There you go. So maybe there is... It depends on what diarrhea pill commercial. Would you depends. be able to put something like that on Twitch? Solid. Can you put, like, already put together content on there? Twitch is doing things now where you can upload videos. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have kind of, like, a terms of service stuff that sometimes you, it could be breached by content that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Diarrhea might be inappropriate. I don't know. Yeah. But well, if... uh, I know Hyper RPG, another great role-playing channel, mm-hmm. they just started doing a sketch comedy segment on their live show. So they just have, uh, you know, uh, writers and actors come on every once, I think once a week, mm-hmm. and um, and just perform some sketches live on Twitch. So okay. that's also that's an option. Cool. But they do have an upload video option on Twitch now, though I don't know how smart that is, because, I mean, most people go there to see live content. I don't think when people think, like, oh, I want to watch the video that person made, or I want to watch yeah. a video, a fake diarrhea video, I don't think that anyone would be yeah. like... Better go to Twitch. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be safer to build, you know, or you know, reach out to your following via Twitch, and then be like, "Hey, just so you guys know, yeah. I put this thing on YouTube if you want to check it out." You want to see some fake diaries? Which I do shit. do that. Yeah, yeah, I do that. If I like release a sketch video, I'm just like, "Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I can make a command in my chat that's just like if you type in a certain word, then the link to that'll pop up." Oh, do you have those on YouTube, or do you like go to like Vimeo? I put them on YouTube, oh. but. For sketch stuff. I've yeah. got serious stuff on Vimeo. See, I'm always <laughs> I want the fucking uh, Sundance to look at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, don't don't tell Sundance about anything. I kind of want to go the opposite now. I want to start putting all my really stupid, shitty <laughs> penis videos on Vimeo. Mm. How many it's shitty, a, stupid penis videos do you have? Uh, 28, at least. 28? That's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have 40-something videos on YouTube, and at least half of them have to be, right? Yeah. More than half. <laughs> You're from Oklahoma. It's I make dick cock music. That's not... what I do. Dick cock? Yeah, dick, I, I, I created dick cock music. That's weird, because I say dick cock. Really? Yeah. It's as, an, as an exclamation, usually when I get hurt in a video game. Dick cock? Ah. I've never heard anyone. So one time I don't... I was drunk. Is that what it is? is the, I, I don't know. <laughs> I got in my friend Ryan's car once, and mm. he was like... He didn't... He had book of CDs, and I just opened it and said, You got any dick cock music? And then he started dying laughing, and it was like, all right, dick cuck music. That's the thing. Hang on Which to that is, one for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> the Wikipedia definition of dick cock music is... Is there one? No, I'm Weird. asking. Oh, yeah. D- uh, it's, you know, music about dicks and cocks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, not what I expected. No. For some reason, not what I expected. You're like, oh, well, the simplest explanation yeah, must be the right exactly one, right? <laughs> Cool. It's a okay. song about dad. Songs about dads having to suck dick in prison. Werewolf dicks. These are uh, actual examples giant of songs dicks, that he's written. Uh, attached to Steve. Who's Steve? He's a man with a huge dick. These are all real life examples of songs <laughs> yeah. that, is, that I've seen him perform. Buy my album, Dick Cock. The yeah. Classics. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Taking it back to the early days of dick cock music. What was the first Dick Cock song I ever wrote? Oh gosh, I don't know. This should be its own podcast. This is like yeah, it's become inside the Dick Cock studio. All right, we don't have to talk about Dick Cock music. We're at an hour and three minutes. Nope, we're in it now. Oh god, it's too hot. So Zane's Twitch channel is going to be populated entirely by Dick Cock music. No, Um, I don't think they would approve that. uh, Any of that. Oh, one thing. So, what is there? Is there not like a like anything goes adults only setting for Twitch? Well, uh, my channel is marked as eighteen plus because Uh I say things like dick cock. But um, like for example, 
uh, Hyper RPG had a like 20, 24, you know, like a 12 or 24 hour stream the other day. Mm-hmm. And they have like a pool. And so everybody was in the pool, but all everybody had to wear a shirt. Hmm. So like Twitch terms of service no, doesn't allow you no bikinis. Bad. Even the guys like you can't have well, your it's your mainly children out. watching. Kids are well, okay. I that's not true, but I know <laughs> that kids like love that stuff. Well, why can't kids see? I yeah, mean, this is a morality I'm not, issue. I'm not no, why can't kids see, see any nipples? I'm just. But, it makes I mean, sense to me. They that, sucked them for years and can't look at them. It was like their yeah, whole thing. Rude. Yeah, pretty rude. Um, but okay. I think it's just like it's just to fucking so the line doesn't get blurred between twitch and like a cam girl site yes which is not fair uh it's sexist and inappropriate for Mm -hmm. them to have to do that i guess but uh but at the end of the day i think it makes sense they're like obviously being like over cautious or whatever but i think it makes sense to completely just be like we are not of that world because i think the cam uh sex you know world existed for so long before and then like i could see people who don't understanding it like misconstruing and yeah. yada 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 but no that sucks i'm just I, talking about dumb christians who want to complain about what the <laughs> kids are watching yeah yeah it's just I, I don't know i don't know i mean i think anyone should be if they're not hurting anyone should be able to do whatever they want to do mm-hmm. uh but uh but yeah those are just this is how it is so. yeah Amen to that. Gotta wear a shirt in the pool. <laughs> but you can gotta say dick cock. In the pool, but you can say dick cock. Uh, yeah, I think you can, you know, I think what is against as far as what you can say on there is like, obviously, don't be uh, racially bigoted. Don't mm-hmm. be uh, homophobic. Don't, don't like hate speech in general, mm-hmm. which I agree with that. Sure. Just as a general rule that should be against the law <laughs> like <laughs> calm the fuck down get over yourself uh love people mm-hmm. um but yeah so i get that i get that one thing um, i'm am curious about when you're streaming do you stream is it just your screen or is it like your face so my layout and everybody's is different yeah um, i know but i usually have the game really big and then there's i have like a green screen so I have a face cam, but I've got, since I've got the green screen, it cuts out the background. Mm-hmm. And then I can just be like, I take, I, I don't want to take up a whole, because some people don't have a green screen and then they have like a whole cam block, like a rectangle that's just taking up a big corner of their, so I don't like to do that. So I take up as little space as possible. So I cut out the background and then I'm just like over here in the corner. And then I, you know, if we're doing like some sort of fundraiser, I'll have that donation goal at the top. Uh, then I have like an events thing at the bottom, which will say like who the most recent followers are, subscribers, donations, bits, uh, and then I also have a bit jar, which is like Twitch has like a currency game mm-hmm. where you like buy bits and then you can give those bits to streamers, and it's like they like are animated and they fall into this little cup, and depending on how much they're worth, they have different weight. And so, like, if a cup's full of like a, a bunch of little bits and you drop like a big bonger in there, mm-hmm. then it just like fucking explodes and it's i don't know i think it's really fun yeah yeah um but it's obviously a trap twitch made to trick everyone but (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that's all i have so i try to keep it really simple Mm -hmm. uh some streamers like create whole overlays where it's like a theme uh so that like i know one person that i actually really like is like it's almost like a log cabin it's got a very uh like fantasy rpg vibe Mm -hmm. and they've got like a like an old lantern over here and they've got and, and that you know, maybe their game's right here, and then they've got another square of the wood overlay, and then there's their face, and then they've got their information. Some people have the chat up on the screen, so it just depends on the streamer. That's cool. That's fun, yeah. though. I like yeah. being able to customize it. Build totally. It's so customizable, which That's is awesome. like another way to just, like, demonstrate your personality. Sure, and, like, sure. You know. It's uh, like a, vis- a visual cue. Like, as soon as you log yeah. on to someone's stream, you're like, oh, you're brain is hit with the yeah. information that you need or some information that yeah. you need about the stream itself and the person yeah that's awesome it's cool yeah i like to keep it simple though because yeah. i don't like to if you get a bunch of stuff on there then it's like you're trying to watch a game but you're also just like what is yeah mm. just yeah. To even mentioning I, the chat thing and then like having all yeah. your stuff going sounds so, so stressful to keep up with but as a user not as a like if i'm anybody, following yeah it, no, i mean no. if you've got a bunch of overlays and stuff that's something you have to set up yeah. mm-hmm. or you have to make it or if you commission it and then you have to if like sometimes if you have to like reinstall things you have to completely reorganize that all over again and i don't know it's a whole world it's a pain it's like a whole it's a whole thing cool, <laughs> so 
Yeah. Now I'm trying to figure out, there's these guys I really like, uh, they run a record shop, it's called Nar Tapes, mm-hmm. and they run a lot of live streaming out of there. They, like, created their own indie network where they... Oh, one of them's got a cook. There's like seven guys. Mm-hmm. One's got a cooking show. One's got a fitness wow. show. One's got uh, the Nar Tapes Karaoke where they do karaoke. Oh, on the yeah. And now I'm wondering if they do Twitch. That would make sense. But maybe they have their own site. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I'm going to look it up That's now cool. after this. Yeah. It's cool. It's very it's mm-hmm. kind of similar world. They're not doing games, but it's like yeah, the but streaming stuff, personality you do, type You can't stuff. do karaoke on Twitch because the terms of service doesn't let you do copyright material. But mm-hmm. so The I games don't. don't fall into copyrighted material? Um, games are different because like the permissions are through... like The people who made that music gave permission to the games to use, and the games have given permission to gamers and Twitch to use. Whereas karaoke is just me being like, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm playing this song. Yeah. And I'm yeah, 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 yeah. What if it was game karaoke... And I play, and you, you played the game. Sung Sonic the Hedgehog theme song, <laughs> yeah, which doesn't have lyrics. But you'd like, have to, you'd have to make them. Are there there are games that have music like Sonic cool the music. Hedgehog? I am Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, is that something a, like that? I like that a lot. Oh, there you yeah, go. I like that a lot. All right, <laughs> we'll start our own. Oh yeah, Hell you yeah. can have us on as a guest to your channel, and we'll just stand behind you singing theme music. For uh, whatever game you're playing. We could probably just green screen ourselves in from our garage. That's true. <laughs> just send me the feed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll get you guys on the Skype. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Cut you in there. I love well, it. Well, that's... I feel I, I'm gonna... I feel like I learned a lot, but I still just need to go on... T- I'm not gonna learn... You gotta go first I just gotta man. go look at it. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, here's the perfect place to start. Havana, what's the first Twitch feed Zane should go look at? Oh, is it like twitch.tv slash Vanna underscore Rama? I guess, yeah. I think that's my favorite one. That's a good one to I start with? Down yeah. On my computer, so that's the easiest one to have. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then Saving Throw Show for some RPGs. Really the- good stuff. So, And I'm over there every Wednesday night doing 5th edition games. So I'll be on tomorrow night. That's great. But yeah. It's really Do fun. you have any Twitters or anything like that? Yes, I am uh, Havana Rama on Twitter. H A V A N A R A M A. On Twitter. And, yeah. That's badass. And you're going to be in uh, Indiana for a con coming up <laughs> next month. So. Hey, your listeners are going to Gen Con <laughs> in Indianapolis. Who knows? Indiana. I know we have yeah. some I know we have some fans in Oklahoma, so <laughs> yeah. it's not that far. Not that far. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward. It's my first time at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've gone to a lot of cons, but this one just being specifically tabletop, I'm, yeah. like, super excited because it's very – it's such a different – because everything is very tactile and – and in in the world, and you can touch it and look at it and smell everyone near you, and um, very different than playing like an online digital game, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I'm excited to just be immersed. That's gonna be awesome. Baby. That's so cool. <laughs> Have then any uh, any stand up or improv sketch shows going on here in LA coming up soon? I think I might be doing a showcase in September, but I don't know the details. Follow my Twitter. I'll let you know. <laughs> That's awesome. You got the Twitter deeds. Yeah. All right, Havana, yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, this is awesome. This was really, yeah, this yeah. was really informative. We needed to know a lot more about <laughs> the world of gaming than we yes. obviously know. Yes. So. Also, just a very fun one. Yeah. yeah. First pee break. First pee break. That was, I'm guys. I'm so sorry. No, 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 it was, no, no. it's fun. so many fluids. I <laughs> wanted to do that so bad. Oh, when I you said it. that, I was like, thank God. Can I go pee? Mr. Zane, can I go? I, like, didn't ask Colin. I was like, Zane. Well, it's my toilet. Me. Yeah, it's his yeah. toilet. I you don't, don't live here. I don't live here. Oh. He sometimes sleeps on that bed, though. I sleep on that bed sometimes. Oh, there's a bed there. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Click! <laughs> Show over. We're yeah. going to bed. Good night. <laughs>